0: Hey everybody, it's me, it's Lenora from It's a New Dawn. I hope everybody is doing well. We are thawing out outside. It is, what, February 23rd, 2021. And we had snow yesterday, but it's supposed to warm up, so everything is melting outside. But I actually like the winter. I'm, I'm kind of weird, but anyway. I am Lenora an and Holistic Health Coach, and I have been doing these podcasts my third season So I'm pretty happy about that. And um, if you can subscribe and comment and share and uh, my podcast, my YouTube, uh, I would be very grateful for that. All my links are in the show notes. But without further ado, I will talk more at the end of the podcast. I am sitting here with Billy Dee's. He does a podcast. He has his own podcast, Billy D's podcast. And I was actually on his podcast a couple times, and I met him through TikTok. And I really enjoy Billy a lot. Oh, thank and you. I do, and I asked him if he wanted to be on my podcast, and asked him what he wanted to talk about. And he said skepticism. Yes. I was like, and <laughs> not to be honest, I was like, okay. But I was like, I trust him because you're going to see he's just got this wonderful speaking voice for the radio, for podcast. Oh. Wonderful. Well, thank and you. I'm gonna, uh, you're welcome. And I'm going to let him tell everybody a little bit about himself. And we're going to talk about skepticism. So take it away, Billy.
1: Sure. Well, first of all, um I, I don't do many podcasts as a guest. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to remember when the last one was. It's been a while. So. I very much appreciate you having me on. Uh, It's nice to be able to just talk and I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, blinking lights and all that stuff. That's all on your end this time. So that's great.
0: Yeah, Uh, I'm honored, though. I'm really honored to have you here.
1: Oh, oh, well, thank you. And uh, likewise, I've spoken about you before. There's no question you are a genuine person. And that's one of the things uh, I'm going to touch on here today. That's what makes you endearing to your audience. I have no doubt that that is what makes you endearing as a friend. And um, skepticism, uh, well, I'll, I'll just give the people a little background. I, I, I've, I've done r- radio work, professional audio, podcasting for a long time, and it's kind of evolved. I, uh, I originally started doing commentaries online as part of the podcast. And as that kind of went along, people started asking to be on and that kind of stepped up to, I had publishers and other people approaching me about talking to their authors, uh, musicians a lot of times and so on. So it it kind of evolved into a, a interview slash commentary podcast. And uh, as far as categories go, I, I've, I've toyed around with the idea of having an, one podcast for this and one podcast for that, but it always ends up having the audience to chase me around. So it, it just seems to me like regardless if I'm talking to an author or if I'm talking to someone about their personal experience or trauma or whether I'm just doing a, a commentary, if, if people are, 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 are essentially listening to the program for whatever's on, there's no point in, in, in sending them to three different shows and having them find it. That's kind of silly. So I've always just presented it as the Billy Dee's podcast, and uh, uh, we're very much current events, very much uh, personal story oriented uh, we dabble in politics from time to time when, when there's an overwhelming story that's going on. Um, but for the most part, that's kind of where, where the, where the niche is, it's kind of, um, um, uh, a mixed bag of, of, of things. And I kind of like that the audience doesn't get the same thing. You're not listening to a crime story every week. You're not listening to, you know, an author's story every week. It's something mm-hmm. different every week. So it's worked out. And And I uh, like
0: that because I'm actually going to uh, Well, my podcast started out just being health and wellness uh, a year and a half ago. And then I took a hiatus. And then when I got on TikTok, then it was all about your stories and overcoming adversities and all of that. But I'm a holistic health coach and I'm very much into learning about what other people do as far as integrative and holistic and uh, complementary health and wellness, so I'm trying to, you know, and and so you kind of answered my question. I guess I don't ever have to really explain myself uh, because I know I'm gonna be going this way and that way. Because everything interests me. You know, this interests me, you know, skepticism. Like I said, I was like, huh. And then I'm looking and I'm like, wow, I'm very skeptical about health and wellness when people present what they're presenting to me. Always skeptical. Uh, so it's, it's very interesting to me. So, yeah. you know, I'm not pinpointed to one thing either. I don't That's think. awesome.
1: That's absolutely awesome. Uh, yeah. In regard to skepticism, that is something that I've spoken about a, a numerous times on, on my podcast and I've written about it in the past. It gets a bad rap because in the common speak of, of our times, when you tell someone you're a skeptic, a lot of times that means that's somebody somebody who's going to deny your experience, somebody who's going to try to say that's not true on down the line. And um, I also speak, I always tie in what I refer to as toxic positivity. Uh, we are addicted to trying to be positive all the time. And the reason that that ties in for me is uh, being positive in the way of motivation and everything else has become an industry. Positivity is bottled and sold very much in the same way that faith is. And one of the reasons why that makes me nervous is it often preys on the people who are most vulnerable, whether it be there's someone who's just been, they've had a death in the family, uh, maybe their business has crashed or uh, they've had a bad divorce. And they're at a low point in their life. And it's very easy when you are in that state to be manipulated. So um getting back to being a, a skeptic, it really does not mean that I am going to deny your reality. That's, that's I would really like
0: to talk. I would like to talk more about what you just said. Okay. About the positivity and praying and, and all of that. I'd like to hear more on what you, what you mean about that. Um, I mean, I don't, I, when you first said it, like, it's, a, what did you say? It's an overload of positivity. What'd you say? Yes, at the beginning? Toxic
1: po- positivity.
0: <laughs> and no, I mean, yeah. you know what? I, this is, I just got the chills because I'll just tell you a little bit. Sure. I'm one of these people who are very positive, right? Absolutely. But I wasn't always like that. And <laughs> it could be quite annoying for, for some. Mm-hmm. And I get that and it isn't real it it really isn't real. you have to be real and i am positive but you got to give yourself like my husband has been with me since i'm nine you know like we've been together forever right i've gone from the most negative person to the most positive person almost where it's where you said that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you almost want to throw up so when i i'm let myself feel though and i give what i say is i give myself 20 minutes of cursing and being the total opposite positive person you'll ever meet where my husband will look at me like oh my god yeah. like if anybody saw you now i said i don't care and i'll tell my clients give yourself 20 minutes of feeling not grateful and being
1: exactly pissed sure.
0: off it's important. You got to be human. So I yes. like that you said that because there is like a throw up of so much.
1: It, it, it can be. Um, and like I said, the, the positivity industry and, and I'll throw in motivational speakers and all these other things. And I have to be, I, I so often get the straw man arguments. Oh, so you don't like positivity. Oh, you like negativity. Oh, positivity is a bad thing. No. That's not the case at all. There's one, everybody needs a positive, let's say, attitude. Okay. When you start a new job, you have to come in there with the attitude that, you know, I, I want to make this a good thing. Okay. You, you can't go in there and with the attitude, this is going to be a bummer. Okay. I just want to be very clear here that the line between having a positive attitude and it turning into something else that's bottled and sold can be a very short step. And uh, one of the one of the red flags is when someone is complimenting you all the time. And this can be a preacher. This can be a motivational speaker. This can be a politician. Politicians do this. It, it goes something like this. Lenora, you know, you know, Lenora, you are very, very special. There's 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 only one of you, Lenora. there, there There's no copies of you. Okay. You are very special. You, you are a, a, are a masterpiece. You, you have been created as a singular masterpiece. There's, there's nothing that you can't do. It's just a matter of, of putting your mind to it. And all you need, all you need, Lenora is the ability to unlock those, those powers that you have within you. And for 39, 95, I can tell you how to do that.
0: <laughs> that that's a lot of pressure on me, It's law. But a that, lot of pressure on. But me. that's
1: how you are led into either buying into something. It, a politician will do the same thing. A politician will bring out his family, and you know, bring out his wife. Look who I screwed, and have three kids here. I'm a I'm a family man. Okay. And we, and they always, anytime you hear the word values, they change their tone of voice. We have the same values. When you hear that run, okay, we have the same values. We have family values. We all want a better future for our children. And this is why this bill that I'm working on is in line with our values. And see how that just goes right in there.
0: Yeah, and the tone. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and
1: so you, you get sold a bill of goods, whether it's positivity in a bottle, whether it's faith in a bottle, uh, you get sold, uh, you know, things that may not be in your best interest polit- politically and otherwise. And you have to be very careful of positivity being used as a tool of manipulation. And this is where the skepticism comes in. Um, I, here again, I don't deny someone's personal beliefs, but there's a difference between a personal belief, whether it be religious or otherwise spiritual or otherwise, there's a difference between a personal belief and an objective one, an objective truth, a personal truth and an, ob- an objective truth. And I know that, uh, somebody somewhere always says, well, you know, our perception is our reality. And they've been through, uh, full, out, full, full of, <laughs> philosophy 101 mm-hmm. uh and, and that makes for a, that makes for a, a a good conversation at the coffee shop but the fact of the matter is in, in a practical sense there is a difference between a a what we might call an objective truth and a personal truth objective truths do exist okay and uh two plus two at some point has to equal four mm-hmm. uh, this smartphone right here it would not ex- it would not exist it took teams of engineers over the course of years, starting with the microprocessor and everything else to develop this technology. Airplanes, same way. We have to be able to share and trust what we call objective truths. They do exist. Okay. There are personal truths. Personal truths here again are the sky's the limit in terms of what you want to believe. And when somebody comes to me and says, hey, Bill, you're never uh, going to believe this, but you know there was a flying saucer in our neighborhood last night. And Mm -hmm. I will take in that story and I will enjoy that star story. And I won't for a moment tell that person that they're full of it. But before Mm -hmm. I come on your podcast and say, Hey, Lenore, you're not going to believe this, but a friend of mine saw a flying saucer last night. There has to be some information that he can share with me that I can validate that. And that's Mm -hmm. what I mean by being a skepticism uh, by being a skeptic. It simply means that there has to be some evidence for what you're putting forth. And when I get criticized for being a skeptic, I get this a lot. Well, what do you believe? Like, there has to be some mandate that you believe in something. <laughs> so, okay. Well, uh, well,
0: Billy, what, what do you believe?
1: I, I'll get to that. <laughs> I'll get to that. But, uh, but, uh, but my answer to that is we could go down a long list here, starting with um, astrological signs, starting with paranormal, uh, starting with meaning and coincidences, uh, starting with ghosts, um, we could go on down the line here, all the different religions. And it seems like, a, for example, astrology, most people, I believe the, the way the, the uh, surveys are done, believe that there is some merit to them. Most people believe in some sort of spirituality. Most people, I could go on, the numbers are in the double digits across the board. So my answer to that is, what don't you believe? you believe anything that's putting forth. And, and one of the things that, that is, triggers that is you have to ask yourself, and this is a very difficult question. One of the things that you really have to hold yourself in check on is, do I want this to be true? We believe what we like. Okay. Mm, that's and very I, I, I always say that, you know, there's seven some odd billion people in this world. and and when you break it down there's seven some odd billion little religions in this world we all have our own little tailored belief system about what life is all about and even if we subscribe to a religion whether we admit it or not we tailor that like if you're a christian you tailor certain things that jesus said and all that to your own belief systems the things that don't align you kind of forget about and that's fine in a personal belief system. As long as you recognize that it is part of your personal belief, being able to separate that, you know, how many times have you watched the news and there's been a parent in, 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 in the courtrooms, my son is innocent. Okay. Of mm-hmm. course they want to believe that it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how overwhelming the evidence is. When was the last time you, you saw a parent on the news that said, hey, I don't know what's going on with that jury. They must be crazy. My son's guilty as hell. Okay. It, it, never, <laughs> it almost never happens. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, it may. I'm, I'm sure it's happened in the history of the um, world, but it doesn't yeah, happen right. often. OK, right. we believe what we want to be true. And mm-hmm. that's a very powerful thing when it comes to, let's say, religion and spirituality.
0: Because you're very much into the religion, spirituality, political. I keep going back in my head yeah. to the health and wellness industry. Yeah. Because that, that's very true. You know, yeah. like people I can get anybody to do anything. But but is that right? It's not right. Yeah. So I'm I am very skeptical of and I'm very aware of that, too. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm happy about that. I don't conform to anything. You know, I, I'm vegetarian, vegan for 16 years Mm -hmm. and I did everything and ate very healthy. I can't say it didn't feel good, but I just started eating meat a month ago. Um, and I want to talk about that either on a podcast or my own. Um, but I want to make sure that I give it a fair shot and I want to make sure that I'm not going by what everybody else is saying. I have skepticism. That's great. So, I'm not on any kind of carnivore straight diet. I'm not on paleo. I'm not on keto. It's Lenora's diet, it's how yeah. I'm eating. So, I don't conform to any diet. I'm very proud of myself for that because, but everybody, a lot of people do. Yeah. With well, health and wellness. It's, well, it's- what,
1: where I was kind of leading with the spirituality is the 800 pound gorilla in the room is that we are aware of our own mortality. And I believe that we all want to believe that we're going to be with loved ones again and all of these other things. Nobody wants to believe that uh, this is all there is to life. Um, but there, there's some dangers there. There's some pitfalls there. First of all, um, wanting to believe something and having that belief, there's nothing wrong with it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I, I believe it can be a positive thing. Um I I have a belief system that's a little bit more rooted in humanity and I'll get to that in a moment. But, um, what you have to be aware of is your desire to live forever. And and some of that can be tied into the diet industry. I'm guessing about that. I've never researched it, but this idea that you're looking for the fountain of youth is, is something that Uh, is.
0: I have to, for me, it's not that way. Well, some are living, living. I'm sure for a lot. Yeah. I'm not afraid of death at all. I don't know what's going to happen when I die. Right. But when I die, yeah. I don't know. So exactly. It, exactly. I'm not worried about uh, it.
1: I'm, I'm kind <laughs> of with you on that.
0: But the thing is, is like the thing with longevity is that I want to live. If I'm going to live a long time, I want to live a long time feeling good. Feeling. I don't want to that. Yep. That's my take on
1: it. Yeah. So. That, and that's a uh, uh, but on TikTok, for example, all, all the women who do the exercises and everything, I'm not saying all, but Let's say a a, a a very high number of them. How old do I look? Uh, Thirty never looked so good. Forty never looks so good. Fifty never looks so good. Okay, it's it's this idea that I'm fit. I look as good as a twenty year old, and it's it's very much tied. What are you into, saying? What
0: are you saying, Billy? What are you
1: saying? It, it, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying that there is a correlation. No, I'm
0: saying I I say fifty six years young.
1: Fifty-six years young, year, yes.
0: In, well, I do that a lot. <laughs> well, of that's true. Videos, so, are and, you attacking me? <laughs> uh, there,
1: there is a correlation uh, between uh, youth and you know longevity in in terms of a lot of these diets and exercise programs, and and that's fine. I, I here again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's not where I am going with this. But you can't, especially when it comes to spirituality You and, and people that have these beliefs, one of the things that I really can't stand hearing is, is when I hear somebody say, you know, I, I can't wait for this to be over, meaning life, because I know there's a better place. I can't believe, and in, in, with the best intentions of religion, that that was ever meant to be said. I can't believe that life should ever be devalued in that sense, mm-hmm. that, life, that this life that we're living is something we have to get through. Uh,
0: that's to, so sorry. That's yeah, sad.
1: Yes, and and here again, I'm not exactly sure what the polling numbers are, but uh, uh, believers were recently polled uh, sometime last year. I ran across this: people are more afraid. But no this is believers. They are more afraid of the idea that there's nothing after life than the idea of hell. None, mm. Just, just think about that. Yeah, mm. uh, they were because even in hell, your existence continues, mm. um, and um, I, I, you can't deny the motivational factor that that has when we make our decisions governing governing our reality. Uh, I think that what you do, for example, is a perfect example of making this life the most valuable as possible by eating healthy and feeling good. Okay. And this is kind of where my um, belief system, as it were, comes from. I'm as a humanitarian, the earth is roughly 4.5 billion years old, which means it's gone around the sun 4.5 billion times. If we are lucky, we get to go around 70, 80, or 90 times. And that's if we are lucky. Many of us don't even get that. Many of us way short of that. Right. So the truth is-
0: my, Two of my sister in laws died at 28 and
1: 48. Yep. Very, yeah, very limited time here. E- even under the best of circumstances, you're here only a, a, a split second in terms of the, the history of, of our world. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, Um, I think we need to be more conscious of the people around us. And we want to make sure that everybody has a trip, so to speak, around the sun that is as pleasant and as love filled as possible. Okay, Um, that that means taking care of yourself. And that means respecting the feelings and concerns and needs of our fellow people. And I don't want to come across as anti-religion because that's not the case. But I think we should spend less time worrying about what happens afterwards. If you look at the amount of hate, the amount of violence, uh, we divide ourselves over what we believe. We divide ourselves over what color we are. We divide ourselves over what part of the world we're from. We divide ourselves over what economic status we have. It goes on and on and on. And all we're doing is we're taking this short little ride that we're going to have on the earth. And we're making it miserable we're making Mm -hmm. it miserable for ourselves and we're making it miserable for the people around us and the fact of the matter is this may be all we get there may Mm -hmm. be nothing after this this may be all we get and i live
0: like that i don't know what's going to happen and i'm very spiritual but i refuse to like worry about that because I'm, i'm i'm living my life now and i know that's from that's why I believe that we should all go through adversities. Yeah. <laughs> because it's why I'm so grateful for this right now, what I'm doing right now, sitting yep. here with you, being a listener. Yep. I I appreciate that. And if people yep. haven't gone through, and I'm talking probably hard adversities, to really sure. get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know what I've been through. Sure. And I, people have been through way worse, but I'm just saying I that's why I come across as that fluffy, grateful person sometimes because yes. I am. I'm truly grateful, but I'm also real and I'm also mean sometimes. And yes. I also scream and I also curse. So I know about the fluffy, always be grateful and always no. you know what? We're human.
1: So yeah, I, I got to little it. Gr- uh, gratitude and empathy are something that we need a lot more of, and I'm not sure how you teach empathy. I'm not sure it can be taught. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of people don't have empathy until they've gone through some sort of thing like you just said. Uh, then all of a sudden the bells go off. Oh, I understand why this means something to, to this person now because I've gone through it. We, we can't seem to take that step very often. I always try to have empathy for anyone who's talking to me about a, something they've been through, even though I may not have been through it because that is something that has impacted that person's life. And just because I haven't felt those things don't mean I can't appreciate what those feelings feel like in another situation that I have been through. And, and for some reason, people just can't do that. Empathy is something that we're very much lacking in our society. Um,
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. And,
1: And here again, that all gets back to treating your fellow person, uh, uh, properly. And here again, I want to stress, there's nothing wrong with being positive. Okay. There's nothing wrong in your case for, you know, you have this upbeat personality. Um, you're, you're in, in a, in a constant state of gratitude, which I believe is a good thing. Gratitude is different. I think that's a wonderful thing. My concern comes when positivity and faith for that matter become so strong and so omnipresent in your life that you can't get through the day without being uplifted in some way. And a lot of times that means creating a false reality. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there was a young lady on TikTok that, that, that kind of struck me. That's kind of where I got the term toxic positivity. Uh, she has a disability and a lot of times some days are very hard for her. And, uh, you know, she says one of the worst things that you can say to her is, oh, you know, honey, there's the people have it a lot worse and you can't let yourself get into this mindset. You're going to set yourself up for a bad day. I can't
0: believe people still say that.
1: Yes. And 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 it's almost like having a bad day or facing something, facing the reality of something is uh taboo you know that's what i mean
0: about you gotta let yourself feel too yeah you know we're human you know Uh, if it becomes a health issue if you're in that mode for a long enough time then you know you need to address it but we need to feel you definitely need to feel yeah you know you can't always be somebody has it worse and. You know tomorrow will be a brighter day. Yeah. That's the last thing, you know. It's it's just like somebody who loses a baby. You know, all you can say is I'll be there for you if you need me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for what you went through. And when somebody dies, same thing, or there's always god, it's God's will. Or, yeah. you know, I mean, I couldn't get pregnant. I had I had I went through infertility specialist for a year, went through major surgery. I didn't want to hear maybe one day, you know, you can always adopt, you, you know, yeah. Certain times you just got to feel yes. <laughs> and give permission. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. When I hit my, <laughs> when I hit myself on, on the finger with a hammer, I don't say, Oh, it's still going to be a
0: good day.
1: You know, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let out a few cuss words.
0: And uh, when you rolled over your foot or something. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. I did. I did. I don't know I what did. Was that was really funny. Uh,
1: anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what she's referring to, just let the audience know. I uh was Her actually TikTok. I was I, yeah I was actually arranging a camera so the camera was on and I have uh I was in my stocking feet and I have one of those office chairs with the steel uh you know rollers, and I was pulling back and I ran over my foot and I happened to record it so I put it online and and uh, Lenora has gotten a lot of enjoyment out of hearing me scream. <laughs>
0: The pain. I got a lot of enjoyment from the pain. <laughs>
1: from the pain, <laughs> yes.
0: The pain you had to have from that. i yes. so yes. funny. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. No, you're fine. Keep, keep you're down. fine. Okay.
1: Yeah. So yeah, being a skeptic, I'll just capsulize this by saying that, uh, you know, you don't have to deny someone's beliefs. Um, I, I'm not here to tell anyone that the experiences that you've had as an individual aren't true to you. I have had experiences, I would say spiritual ones at times, that I can't explain, and it certainly gives me hope that there's something more to this life than the physical. I mean, it, my, my grandparents probably loved me more than any two people that ever existed. I mean, my grandparents just loved me to death, and nothing would make me happier than the thought of being with them again. I mean, that 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 is you know something that uh would be very special. Um but I don't let my my personal experiences with sp- spirituality, some of the odd things that I've had happen in my life that I can't explain or my desire uh to be in an afterlife with my loved ones influence the fact that I know that these are in fact personal realities. They're not objective ones. I can't recreate them. I can't design an experiment If I if I could design or if you could design an experiment that was repeatable, had repeatable results, um, had, uh, uh, you know, verifiable results, you know, in a third party and had uh, all these things in a way that we could put them in a control that would clearly demonstrate that there are spiritual forces having an influence on the physical world. If we could do that, Lenora, our names would dwarf every scientist you've ever heard of. Okay. And it just hasn't happened yet. That's not to say that when, you know, and that's another thing people try to trip me up on. There is evidence for some, some pretty significant things um, that show that there might be something more to this life. There is some evidence for that, but having evidence for something is not the same as being able to prove it. There's a lot of things that in some quaint manner, there's evidence for. There's a lot of things that are logical that aren't true. So, th- th- there's, you just have to be able to separate what you believe from what you can prove conclusively in an objective manner. And being able to separate those two, in my opinion, makes you appreciate reality that much more, makes you realize the things that are important. A lot of my friends, and I'm not picking on on people who are religious, but a lot of my staunch religious friends don't have a lot of concern for the environment. They don't have a lot of concern for the world because their thing is, is this was created for us to do what we want. We can do whatever we want. It's going to be here forever. And it's it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, What's happening uh, in your your case, you know, you're so uh, passionate about our health uh, that the earth, for the most part, the population of the world in in regard to human beings, the process of what we call decay and renewal uh, has been very powerful. But we are now starting to outpace that in terms of all the plastic we are putting into the ocean, in terms of all the toxins we are putting into the earth, we are dumping more into the toilet than what the toilet can flush. Okay. And Mm -hmm. we have to be aware of that, not only for our own existence, but for future generations, we can't rely on, on on some spiritual afterlife to be there for us and treat the earth the way we do. If if that gives you purpose in your personal life, I'm all for that. I hope there's something after this life as well. But in the meantime, there's no question that our life support system on this earth has been the life support system of every person and every living thing that has ever existed that we know of that includes napoleon that compl- that it, it includes jesus christ it, in, it includes cleopatra it includes tyrannosaurus rex they all breathe the same air they all drank the same water there's been no ups shipments from outer space bringing us water there's been no ups shipments from space bringing us air the earth has been decaying and renewing in a fashion that it supports life. And we are now beginning to outpace that not only by the way we treat the earth, but by, by the way we treat our own bodies. And that's why I think what you talk about is so important.
0: It's one part of it. Yes, it's just it's one part. It's important, mm-hmm. but it, it, it it's just the one part. We all have to do our part, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Billy. That was Do you have anything else you want to share? Do you have any last words of wisdom for our last words of wisdom?
1: You know, the last words of wisdom is uh, be positive to the extent that you have a good attitude, that you are grateful for all the things that you have in this life, have empathy for the people around you and love the people around you. And if your personal belief is is rooted in something after this life, that's great. My concern is, is that you're living a happy life now and you're enriching the lives of the people around you. That's what, that's what matters to me. I don't care what your motivation is, if it's in this world or if it's not, uh, just care about the people around you. That's what we need more of in this world.
0: Amen. Love is everything. I love that, Billy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Where, <laughs> where can people get in touch with you? I will have all the information in the show notes. Sure. But if you want to? Uh,
1: I use the same screen name for pretty much anything. Uh, Billy Dees is. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Twitter is my social media home. You can find me at Billy D's on Twitter. Really easy to find on Twitter. I'm also Billy D's on TikTok. That's uh, where I've, I've met uh, Lenora and her wonderful content. Uh, Billy D's podcast is on just about every major carrier. My history with Apple Podcasts and Spotify is very long. I'm not a Johnny come lately to podcasting. I've been around a long, long time. You can find me on there. Recently, within the last year or so, I did start a Facebook and a YouTube channel. Here again, also Billy D's podcast, real easy to find. I don't mix things up, but it's the same screen name everywhere you go,
0: which is smart. Have you gone on Clubhouse yet?
1: Yes, and as a matter, a, a matter of fact, they keep sending me this invite, and I enter the don't. invite, and get on it. I, I do, and then it sends me the invite again. So I, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm new to this. Do I have to be invited on by an existing member? I'm gonna,
0: I'll invite you.
1: Billy D's.
0: because uh, because there I know he'll use it. But the thing is, is that I'm also friends with somebody, Carl Lenore. I was on his show, Superhumans Among Us, about two years ago. Okay, talking about my story. He's huge. I think he's one of the longest running radio shows, Superhuman oh, Radio. Wow. Carl, awesome, Carl Lenore. Uh, anyway, I invite. He asked me to invite him. I invited him, and uh, he's doing his podcast. Off of there. I don't know how you do it, but Billy, you have to check it out. Uh, I will send you an invite. But anyway, hang out for a second. Everybody, please, please, please support me. Go to It's a New Dawn. All my links are below, as usual. Uh, My Google number, my email. Uh, If you'd like to be on the show, just uh, drop me an email or you can text me. Get in touch with me. I'm also, like I said, I'm branching out into anybody into alternative, um, holistic, complementary uh, health, integrative health, get in touch with me. I'd love to hear what you want to share on the podcast and, uh, the roar bar. I didn't talk about that, but I am an affiliate, an ambassador. It's the only package good I eat. Uh, my code is Lenny5, Lenny five capital L E N N Y the number five for 5% off. You have to check out this, um, These two people, husband and wife, young in Minnesota, they're good people. They give 10% of their net proceeds to feed the hungry children worldwide. Their bar is all organic, um, vegan, but it fits any diet. 18 to 22 grams of protein. It's good stuff. Check them out. And on that note, everybody have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you for joining me, Billy.
1: Awesome.